For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Bears, Blurs, Belgium. Correct. You had, you had a pretty good week going into Sunday. Busy week. Couple wins. And yeah, then. Uh, nice little tweet about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how was Sunday for you? Well, it was good. I got back home from Amsterdam, which we'll talk about uh, later. I uh, got home at like 4 or 5 in the afternoon. And. Bears game didn't start till 10.30, so it's like, all right, I'll just – it was a long weekend. Okay, we had a game on Friday. Um, the traffic was bad, so we didn't get home till like, 1. Then I stayed up and just, you know, I just couldn't fall asleep, so I didn't go to bed until, like, 2. Then we had a train at, like, 6 in the morning, so I didn't get a lot of sleep. Um, so I got home on Sunday and took a nap, and it just – the nap turned into – turned into the rest of the night sleeping. So I didn't even watch the game. And uh, there was a point in time, well, I'll start with this. I knew we were going to get murdered. Um, and what, what we did. So, But there was a point, like, it was, the game starts at 10.30. And there, I woke up at, like, maybe 11.45. And there was a point where I was in my bed and I was like, I could go out there and watch, you know, I could, I didn't check the score or anything. I didn't check the score. I did not. I didn't go on. My, my phone was in the other room. It was charging in the other room. And I was like, I could go out and turn it on or I could just stay asleep. And I was like, you know what? The bears are probably getting murdered. I'm just going to stay asleep. And the next morning I checked my phone 38 to three. You, you subconsciously protected yourself. Yes. Yes. Like three your body, point, three your points body, in an NFL game, folks. <laughs> your body went into a self self imposed coma to uh, avoid more pain. Oh my god! Well, your plan was to watch it today, then, right? If it was kind of good, no? Would you have? I I had had thoughts of that. I had thoughts of that in my in my brain at the time when I was deciding. I was like, I could just watch it tomorrow, you know. Um. I mean, like, I was excited this morning when I woke up. Like, oh, maybe we did it, you know? Maybe we, maybe we did the unthinkable. But no, it, it, was, it was far worse than I expected. So, I mean, have you watched any highlights? This is just purely no. based on, like, you don't know why. There are no highlights for the Bears. So, I'll, I'll say my. You know it's, it's great. Sorry to cut you off. It's great when you. Wake up. I'm in like a, I'm in a group chat that's called Bear Down, right? It's like my brother and, and a lot of his buddies, and you know we talk a lot of bears. And then I'm also in another group chat with, with my buddies. Um, and like I didn't didn't even know the score this morning. And woke up, checking my phone, and you've got you know 60 texts in that group chat, and you just go to yourself, yeah, probably wasn't the best game. <laughs> All right. Well, from my end, I'll say, like, I had a lot of homework. I knew I had uh, the Colts at at Sunday night. So I'm like, just starting that that 325 game, I'm like, I'll just watch a couple of possessions. Hopefully the Bears do well. And maybe I'll I'll start once the Bears score a touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) The first couple of possessions, like, both ways. Both ways were ridiculous. Like, they started out, they're like, the Bears have had three touchdowns on opening drives this year. Like, that's tied for the most or second most in the NFL. Yeah. And nothing nothing came out of that at all. And 
I, I hate to say it. I didn't again. I didn't watch the whole game, but your Justin Fields take kind of. It's starting to pan out. No, you're. He's a rookie. Peyton Manning has Peyton Manning has the record for most interceptions as a rookie, or he did when he was a rookie. Peyton Manning, yeah. I think someone broke it. Someone good, but Uh, maybe not. But maybe, just maybe, and this might sound crazy. Maybe for one time, Nagy might actually have been right in saying that he wasn't ready, or that they wanted to develop him properly. They wanted Dalton to be the starter. I don't know. I I mean, that's a hot take. I I mean, I'm not going to, you know, go on here and just do ridiculous takes. This isn't, you know, but, man, it's – I mean, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the stats. Three interceptions, three fumbles. Saw Brady with a backwards hat. Yeah. Yeah, they look like the – Like you never want to see yeah, and so you, you guys were missing what? Robert Quinn, who else? A couple. Yeah, a couple guys were in COVID, but. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Quinn. Um, like, if you look at the team stats, I was looking through the team stats. Um, the turnovers are obviously very, very, you know, that's why we lost. We turned it over. But if you look at, like, the yards, if you look at first downs, it's not like if those are the only stats, it wouldn't be like, oh my god, we we got murdered this game. Like it's a it was a very weird box score to look at. It, it's just, it's, I mean, time of possession was decently even. I mean, like well, they had maybe five more minutes than us or something. But part of that is they scored. Start, yeah, they started. And, yeah, they started. You know, on our side of the field, but like, oh man, three points is really bad, really bad, but. It's classic, though. I think I saw a stat today. It was like uh, Nagy's whatever, 4-21 and 21 or something like crazy against teams over 500 in his career. Wow. Which is awful. Well, on the bright side, you guys get the 49ers next week, and we can do some transitive property work between the Colts and Bears. Yeah. I guess I you guys don't have the same record now. Say it again? Yeah, yeah, three and four. Three and four, yeah. It's panning out. Did, did you see anything from that Colts game? No, I was just fast asleep. They called it an atmospheric river. All right? It was pure chaos, and it was awesome. What is that? Like, it was just raining insane amounts the whole day. Oh. Okay. Pouring, pouring, yeah. It, like, it was in the, California? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was great. There were so many fumbles. Carson Wentz hit like six defenders in the chest, and they couldn't catch it. Oh, um, okay. I did see yeah. some tweets about that. Like, if I was Wentz, I would be pissed or something like that. But it was probably a joke. Yeah, no. He, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, I loved it. A little change of pace for Sunday night ugly football. But yeah, 49ers next week. So very beatable. They don't have George Kittle right now. Um, it doesn't yeah, matter though. We can't beat anyone that's actually good. <laughs> come, come on. Are, are they actually good, though? Who, the 49ers? Yeah. Maybe, but I'm saying, like, saying yeah, we can beat run? the Lions and we can beat the 49ers. Well, I did see another stat. This is classic Bears, like, t- Twitter. Like, they just find stats that are, like, give us hope, you know? Okay. The Bears Whatever. are – the Bengals are, like, the number one seed – in the in the AFC, and yeah. so are the Raiders. You know, they're both five and two or whatever, and we beat we beat them both. Like, you know, nice. That's, that's nice. crazy. I didn't think about that. Well, that's the thing, man. Just get a couple wins. Get get a couple wins against these bad teams, and you know, find yourself in the hunt as always. And then, obviously, yeah, you can beat some of the best teams in the AFC. So, yeah. Figure it out. It's a classic recipe. Just be very mediocre enough to try to make a push for the playoffs like last year. So we'll see. We'll see. But the short Bears segment today because there's really nothing to talk about. I mean, how is this going to change next week? Exactly. (laughs) I feel like we're doing the same talk every week on this. 
as a podcast, we need to figure this out, Crut. The offense stinks. All right. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't watch the game, so. <laughs> Man, all right, we're we're great hosts. All right, we uh, we do have a good question on the subject of football. Oh yeah. This yeah. is from uh, this is from Sean Cunane. I hope I, I said that right. Let me know. Uh, but he said the second mailbag question. Yeah. Really. Shout Finally. out, Sean. It's a not a very deep question, but I'd ask, uh, what position of each of you would play for the Bears or Colts. I'm sure something defense for Cam. Huh? Defense. I dis I disagree with that take, but but what uh what's your answer? Um, man, like realistically, let's make the rules like realistically or yes, like, yes. Okay. Realistically, like we have a year to train, and then be in the NFL. <laughs> this is your this is your fantasy scenario. It is. Um, I mean, lineman would be the number would be my position. Like realistically, like a you've always said, left tackle. I don't know. I would need to put on some serious weight. But yeah, realistically, I, I'm may be able to play lineman. May that's a very big may. All right. So for those that don't follow me, I made the push. I actually only tweeted about it like once or twice in the spring. But I literally, like, would tell Crut, like, hey, man, like, you really love football that much. Just when the season's over, I'm like, just get to work with, with Dave. I guess now uh, you could have uh, you could have Nick Michael with you and just put on a bunch of pounds. You got the feet and the hands to be a left tackle. Who's the, uh, who's the old Rams guy that was, like, 6'9"? Whitworth. You love to bring yes. him up. I know. You could easily be an Andrew Whitworth. The Bears were playing the Rams one time. We were watching. And you're like, just watch them all. <laughs> watch them. I like, do that. I say this, and I, I've I've talked about this a little bit in public before about like you know, Kurt and I would play tons of games of Madden. You played one year of youth football, and every single play in Madden, you'd read my coverage, and do hot routes, and just tear me apart. <laughs> like yeah. You, yeah, we played a lot in one year. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't very was successful. When we were in Indy for the bubble, and that's where the combine is, <laughs> I remember me and you just walked the uh, the convention center because we were so bored. And you were like, yeah, man, just a couple more months and we'll, we'll be here. <laughs> and the, the whole thing was I was going to train and become, you know, bigger and whatever, become a lineman. And Will was going to be my agent. Okay. Th- no, that was not. Oh, time out. Time out. That, that was your plan. No, it what wasn't. What were you going to be? I don't like. I just want you to play football. That'd be freaking awesome. <laughs> I thought that not, it was going to right. represent me. No. No, I'm good. But that, that was not That was not my, my first time. I, I would just play football, man. Sure, but. I mean, I could be your agent in basketball too. That was not the main reason. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so that that's fine realistically, but like, what about you're making a, a player Madden? Like, what what's like an awesome Cam Crutwick for you? Oh boy, like middle linebacker for the really? middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Come on, it's the most classic historic position in our franchise. I think that'd be pretty cool, but I lack the uh, the speed to, to do that. <laughs> so, part of the reason I, I disagree with Sean Stake is you're you're too nice to play defense, correct? Yeah, yeah, I am. You are. I, yeah, like tackling and stuff, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. Like I, I'll say this, you know, especially my my freshman sophomore year, you know, I had to guard you a, a, a ton in practice or just and for bigs. Too, yeah. and you definitely like when I was down there. Some days you'd be like, "I'm not just gonna bury him every time." You try to get a little more more hook into it, which is realistic for a game setting, right? You're not yeah. going with a six seven, uh, two hundred ten pound kid every time. But yeah, like stuff like that. Which the, the new guys, I'll say that the new guys, the bigs, 
they're not as friendly as you sometimes, man. Yeah, you gotta pick your battles, you know. You gotta yeah. pick your battles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like uh, I think offensive linemen, you have to have a little, you have to have nastiness to you for sure. But it's yeah. also like very technical. Yeah, and I'm not saying you don't have the nasty in you. I'm just saying like just right, mindset right. every day. Like yes, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. All right, well, what about you, man? Well, I think I already know this one. What about you? <laughs> you tell me the answer. You tell me the answer. Tight end. So, probably not a few ton of Colts fans that listen to this, but if you've ever seen Jack Doyle play, like that, that that's the exact. Uh, you that's know, the prototype. It is. It is. That that that's the plan. So block first tight end. Mm-hmm. I I was I was until until high school I was. A tight end that <laughs> not a ton of catches. Not a, I was a quarterback when I was younger, though. But you know, uh, middle school football got a little more intense, and that's tight end. But the quarterbacks didn't quite translate. Oh come on! You throw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I definitely lost my arm a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I guess we're talk- we're just talking about football now, and not a lot of yeah. people know, but maybe what my junior and senior year. In the fall, we would play football as a, like as a basketball team almost every Sunday. Yeah, I mean so we, every other Sunday and sometimes two times in a week. Yeah, we uh, we haven't done that yet, Crut, and like we, oh, we decided. Shame. I, I know. I was we a were, big organizer of that, though. You were. Said. You were. And but you know what? The older guys, we all are are pushing it. Like this this weekend. We're we're gonna get out there for sure. Yeah, you got it. We, we, we've had a great, playing football, just backyard football, is one of the greatest times. It's way better than playing backyard basketball. Gotcha. No doubt. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, for sure. How, uh, how many guys would we have play like? If we got a good game, it was like 10, 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember uh, Coach Moser like like. Someone sent him a picture of us playing one time, and he was like, uh, I love that you guys are out there, like, team bonding and playing over there. I'm like, are you? Like, (laughs) he doesn't know this, but I I sprained the heck out of my ankle one time. (laughs) It was on Super Bowl Sunday. It was on Super Bowl Sunday one time. Like, Sundays before, oh, man, take me back. The fall air, Rogers Park. Sunday football. Mm. Yeah, I might have been going a little harder, which I don't impose myself on others. Like, I'm not getting an ulcer, but, like, I think I it was a jump ball and I came down. So I didn't miss any practice, obviously. I can't. But, yeah, that was that was, that was fun. So, we'll try to get out there and, and, and be smart about it here here soon before it gets too cold. But, uh, I remember one day we played when it was – Yes. It was bitter. It was bare weather. It was like 39, on the yeah. cusp of 39. And so windy. And so and we, we played. Yeah. Those are the days, man. Those are the days. I, I'm also making up the fact that I have the uh, – I'm the leading touchdown receptions in the history of Loyola oh, basketball. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm up there. I just, just in longevity. You're up there You're just going on longevity. Career. Yeah. I would always wear my Erlacher jersey every time. I got my Doyle or my, my McAfee. Yes. Punter, you like you like to do punts. <laughs> You're not the best punter. No one no one else wanted to do special teams. Huge special teams guy. Okay. You would say, let's do special teams. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes the best part about going there is not even the game itself. It's the thirty minute Warm up while you're waiting for yeah. everybody to show up. You set mm-hmm. the time at eleven, and everyone shows up at eleven forty-five. Yeah. And but you, we, me, and you get there at eleven. <laughs> it's just that, mess that's hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we that's when the clubs come out. <laughs> just running <laughs> the ball into the street. Also, our, our goal line sets. We had some nasty goal yes. line sets yeah. that we got in the game. That's the toughest part to score, man. The goal line. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that, that's a good question. We love questions like that. Um, 49ers next week. Well, uh, I'm, I'm checking the time right now. 
It is oh, it's a standard, yeah. it's a standard 7 p.m. Antwerp time game. So, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you started to see the Bears games get flexed down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, that's that's good for the Bears. You, Demon. You got you got bear <laughs> down. Next week we'll, we'll talk some more Bears. Woo! All right. All right, so for blurs, <laughs> the elephant is in the room. Uh, I got a couple couple texts, couple DMs from people asking if I was going to get into it on the podcast. As a current player. How many people asked? I, I got two DMs and then just like other players. And yeah, oh, I guess. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 we got to follow it. All right, so. Yeah, so I'm not going to go into the scrimmage I'll say it. No. <laughs> any more than what everyone saw on Twitter. That's just out of you know respect to a, an opponent playing us like in a closed door setting. It's a secret yeah. scrimmage. You can't talk about it. And then also like a lot of the reason big big schools do that is the they want to play, but they also don't want the teams at the beginning of the season to be able to scout them. Um, right. So 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 that's a big part of it. We can't really. Get too much into that, other than like you know, as you saw on Twitter, like it went well, and we definitely saw some stuff uh, that we can work on, and like just the consensus from us is it was so nice to not play each other in our defense every, like we have every day. So that was good. So, correct. Yeah, scrimmages are, uh, you know, we played one every year besides COVID year, just because everything was crazy with that. Um, I, I mean, Ramblers won. If you didn't see it on Twitter, but it's it's like obviously I know you got we're gonna be good this year, but like it doesn't really a scrimmage doesn't really tell you anything. I mean, it's a good learning tool. It's a, I mean, it, you guys went up against a Big Ten team and you know won, which is good. But like my freshman year, we played Northwestern and we lost. You know, my sophomore year, we played Indiana. We got. Whew, we got waxed. And we, we had a better season than Indiana that year, for yeah. sure. And, and my junior year, we played St. Louis and lost. Like, they don't mean much. They're, they're a good way to, like, kind of it's, – it's more for the coaches. Like, yeah. it's for the coaches and players. Like, it's a good way to see, like, where you're at, go against someone else that runs something different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they don't really mean anything. So, I, I know I, I saw, like – Obviously, I saw the Rothstein tweet and just at the comments and stuff, and everyone's like, Ramblers and, you know, Wisconsin. And, you know, it doesn't – it's like, you know, I remember Coach telling us this. Um, and we've talked a little bit about this. I mean, there's no way you could possibly be playing your best basketball right now. You know, yeah. you're going to be making mistakes. You're going to be messing stuff up. Execution's not going to be where it is. So – for both teams, it doesn't really matter. So, uh, but it's good. It's good to go off of. It's good to watch the film, um, and it's good for you know some of those guys that haven't played. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think I saw a tweet that like over ten, like seven or eight guys played over ten minutes. So that's some good experience. But I guess it's probably <clears throat> most of the guys from. Did any of the new guys get a lot of experience or a lot of playing time? Or you can't say that. I, I can't say that. Um, okay. Yeah. So, again, we're so close, folks. We're so close. We're two two weeks away from when this episode is coming out, and we'll uh, we'll start to see stuff. And and I'll, I will talk about that stuff more. Uh, you know, hopefully, we're doing this next year, and uh, we can uh, we can ask guys on the team, and we can have some anonymous sources and 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 talk yeah. about it. But I'll talk I, about I, my yeah my first scrimmage we played Northwestern. Um, like probably similar to what some of these new guys are feeling like first time it's not a real college game, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's a college game. Like it's not, you know, you don't go as much into the the, like scouting and stuff. And, you know, there's, there was no fans or anything, but like, you know, we played Northwestern. I was a freshman. I was, I was nervous, man. I was really nervous. Mm -hmm. Like, first game ever and I remember um man we came out so well oh my gosh we, 
we were up like 22 to, to six or something, something like that. And then, uh, I, I got it. Like, I think I was the first guy off the bench and, um, I didn't like, it's not that I played bad, but I think I might've missed like a, a hook or a layup or something. And then it came down and, um, that they scored or something like that. And they, they took, uh, coach took me out and on the, on the, uh, you know, it was a timeout or something. We let up 6-0, 7-0 run, timeout. And the first thing he does is, Crowling, are you scared? Like, <laughs> damn, yeah. So, uh, but as the scrimmage went on and, and, and as, this, you know, we got more and more comfortable, like we, we played a half and then we played like some eight-minute games and stuff. And towards the end of the scrimmage, I, I you know, scored a couple points and stuff. So, you know, just something to get used to. And as a young guy, it was – it was good to play against, you know, Big Ten team. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm sure that the experiences was the same. And, I mean, obviously that game had no no bearing on anything we did that year. So mm-hmm. uh, for everyone that's overreacting or underreacting, it doesn't, it doesn't really mean much, but it was still a good win. Yeah. All right, well, <clears throat> I can say that uh, we're playing basketball in Gentile a week from uh, Wednesday. November third is our first exhibition. We're playing Wisconsin Stout, so that'll that'll be good. You know, obviously, we can discuss that more. And uh, then the opener, Coffin State, Tuesday the ninth. Correct. What what do you remember from Coffin State? State My career. That was a bad locker room after, and film session. Oh, that was like a three-hour film. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know you can't win them all. You can't win them all. No, I I mean I remember I looked at the roster, the current roster, and maybe I'm mistaken, but I don't I don't see a ton of guys like I I, I remember just you know their their faces and uh, a couple names, and I I don't really see a lot of translation there. So yeah, I mean that so was we'll what, three years ago, four year, three years. It was it was oh, your junior year. Yeah, there'll be three years. Yeah, so yeah. I had a couple bad losses that year, but. Can't win them all. Mm-hmm. Still won uh, the conference, though. Yes. So fans are allowed and stuff. I feel like we've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's. I think the numbers are good and uh, just so everyone's you're masks. You're telling me that there can be a full arena. Yeah, just, just masks. You oh, you got to wear a mask. Yes, correct. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We we wear a mask everywhere in the facility and and classes. Except for when we're uh, playing basketball or lifting. Wow. So. See, but so you need to show a vaccine, though, right, to get into the game. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that too. For for visitors, it's I think it's a vaccine or a negative test. So that's how it is here. Like you need to show proof of vaccine to get into our games. But while you're at the game, you, you don't have to wear a mask. All right. Well, yeah. is, is your game as crowded as Gentile will be in? Impact like like I that. I mean, some of them, some of yeah. them are, yeah, some of them. Um, I think I think that's part of it, and just yeah, it's about to be winter, like might as well. So yeah, it's good that there's fans, but it also sucks, kind of. But it's about also- about it, it, what sucks as a fan, you want to go to the game and make a lot of noise and wear a mask, not really. Oh, I know. I know. Gentile is still going to be super loud. Max, it will be. It will be. So, we'll see. Um, we do. Uh, you you want to you want to share that mailbag question? Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, a great question. Um, it's uh, it's from. Let's see. This uh, the name of this. The Twitter name for this person is Just Sent It. Um, I'm going to just leave it at that. I don't know if he wants to be remain anonymous or not. So, But he says, the Illinois game gets a lot of attention from the last year's run. It was a perfect Loyola game. However, looking towards the upcoming season, I'm thinking more about the Georgia Tech game. You were fourth, you as in me. We're fourth on the team in minutes and points, which I don't imagine happened often. 
Lucas and Braden did most of the scoring and played the entire game. Was that the plan? What were you expecting going into the game? And how did it actually play out? Um, and for Will, is the Georgia Tech game a decent look at what the offense might look like this upcoming season? So uh, that's a good question. It's a really, really good question because, uh, you know, that a lot of people kind of forget about that game. A lot of people forget. I mean, Georgia Tech was one of the hottest teams in the country. Um, you know, they had just won the ACC tournament, which is not easy to do. They had just beaten Florida State, who what, – what were they, like a three seed maybe? Four seed? Yeah, they, they were super high. They're always really good. Um, you know, and we had to go through them. Um, obviously – uh, right, Moses Wright, their big man had COVID, which which kind of sucked. Just because you know, as a competitor and stuff, you you want to want to get the other team's best best punch. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, they went they went pretty small on us. I remember guarding like a six four guy, six four or five guard. Um, not necessarily the best matchups for me, and they played like a they played like a crazy zone. Mm-hmm. Not a traditional kind of like a trap, kind of like a weird matchup. So we couldn't really run like regular offense against it. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good game for Braden. It was a great game. I mean, I remember him making a huge three at the end. Lucas played really well. So we were a complete team. One guy didn't have it. The other guy mm-hmm. stepped up. Yeah. So Alex, this is great because we watched this as a team a couple weeks ago, the whole game. And I don't know where to go first with this. Just on, like, my recap, like, yeah. So a main reason why you didn't play a ton is because Moses Wright is out, so they play guards. Yeah. And, I mean, I didn't really even touch the ball that much. Yeah. Which, yeah. You know, so they played the, that zone, so it was, it was yeah. just difficult to get post-ups and stuff. So with, with that zone, like, that that's why I can't really say that's – what our offense will look like is because they played they played zone, so we kind of pass the ball on the perimeter a ton, um, and we didn't run a ton of you know we didn't run man to man sets, which is right. mainly, mainly what we'll do all year. So, uh, but I think like the speed, you know, the speed of the team uh, mm-hmm. is definitely. I feel like this year you guys play a little bit more in transition. Like we, we always talked about that. Like uh, my my. Our, my senior year last year, like teams would say, "Oh, Loyola plays so slow," but like we really don't play yeah. it. We just play opportunistic, which is you know, if you got it, you got it. Go. I think, I think it was maybe my one of my years in college. We were like one of the best transition offense teams in the country. Just we just didn't do it that much. Yeah. So we were the- like over a point. Per game, over a point per possession in transition, or something like mm-hmm. that. That w- that was your junior year, and like we talked about that a ton about being efficient in transition. Uh, the the we play like slow thing. I'll talk, I'll speak on that. I mean that's just so frustrating. One of the reasons like they say that is because our scores are low, but that's because we stop everyone in transition. Like that's something else we do so well. I mean, like that was a huge thing for Illinois. Is we made we yeah. did not let them attack at all in the first twenty seconds of I mean really the whole possession but we don't we stop the ball in transition every time like that's a huge emphasis of ours so yeah. that that's why people say we play slow is because there's drawn out possessions on both ends so and that's just being smart I mean it's not like we hold the ball or anything um, yeah we're trying to score guys. The uh, the other thing about that Georgia Tech game that we watch as a team is great for some of the young guys to see um, is it was just awesome how on both like on the defensive end they were taking so many tough shots and they hit a lot of tough shots like like Usher Usher had yeah, like, he had like five or six like posting up from ten feet fadeaway jumpers that he hit and then on on our end. And obviously, like on defense, like we had plenty of turnovers and great just body ups too. But on offense, we were getting a ton of open shots, and then that's yeah, kind of our recipe. Were really falling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, we, we, like there were a lot of like missed shots. Were 
you know, and, and, and film for both those were like, that, that's a good shot. Like we're, we're, we're fine with that. So that was, that was awesome. Like, like that's what we do to teams, man. We, we make them take as much tough shots as possible. And we take a, a easy shots or high, high, uh, percentage shots all day. That's what I remember. Game. It was a good game. And, uh, you know, I don't like, we were way past the point of like, and I, we, I've said this before, and we've always said it, just kind of like the, the way we play and the way just the type of guys we are. I mean, you know, I was whatever it was, this and that. I was an All-American. I didn't care less how many points, how many rebounds you score, as long as the, the, the blurs win the game. You know, I think that that mentality is – and that, that started even, you know, as soon as I got to school, not just this last year, like – and it wasn't just me, you know, there's plenty of games where Lucas scored less than nine, eight points. I mean, he only averaged like eight, eight points for maybe last year, eight or nine, maybe 11, but he's mm-hmm. one of the most important players on our team. Yeah. It doesn't really, you know, that was just kind of something that we've all bought into. And, you know, I think that's helped, helped me. Um, that mentality has helped me a lot, like moving on to the next level. Like, you know, I'm playing professionally now, like, I'm not necessarily like I'm not. It's just not the same as in college. Mm-hmm. I'm not touching the ball every time. I'm not, you know, I'm not getting catches and everyone's you know playing off me. Like we have other professionals on our team, you know, that are that are good. So mm-hmm. I think that mentality of just playing playing for the team, playing playing for the guys that you're playing with mm-hmm. is super important. I think some some people, some players need you know need to realize that, and some people haven't realized it yet. It, it just kind of it gets you thinking too much about man. I got I got to score or I gotta I gotta do this. I gotta do that. But in reality, you know, you can. There's a lot of ways to win a basketball game. All right. It's yeah, a little word of wisdom. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, coach, coach, always preached that for sure, and, and Drew has continued with that message. Um, well, I think uh, that's probably good for blurs. Yeah. yeah. All right, correct for Belgium. I guess we can start. Uh, you are in Athens. You uh, sent us a picture in a text this week when you're out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, every every so often, I'll hop in that group chat. And just yeah, and it is the most. It's the highest percentage of love text of, of anyone. Yes. So, yeah, all right. So, so what, the last time we talked, Belgium was what, like Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'm on my way to Athens. Um, Wednesday, so we played in a European game against Yannikos um, in Athens. Uh, man, didn't really get to see much of Athens. You know, you know how it is when you go on the road. Yeah. Like it's hotel, gym, hotel, hotel, gym, hotel, and, and you don't. We didn't. We got in at like seven at night. It was like a, it was like a three hour flight. We practiced, so we left at like three. And it's an hour ahead there. So we got in at like seven, ate dinner and just kind of hung out and then went to bed. So it wasn't like I didn't get to really go out. And then the next day we had shoot around and we had the game. So I didn't really get to go experience any of Athens. Um, so I was a little upset about that. Not upset, but it's just kind of how it goes. But um, and it, I – I looked at the map, you know, before we went, trying to, you know, how far away is the Parthenon from the hotel, and it was like a 30-minute walk, so was, that wasn't going to work. Um, so I didn't think I'd get a chance to see to see it. Um, and then, like, so we had film on the day of the game on the seventh floor of our hotel, which, which was the top floor, and the view from the room – overlooked Athens and it, and there was a Parthenon. I was like, wow, it's crazy. You know, I'm not going to be able to go there, but at least I get to see it. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, I think I text in there. It's like what, 2000, 1500 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy history, crazy history. It's crazy. Like in the middle of the city, there's just this big, you know, big, big ass platform with, with this temple on it. And, you know, Athens surrounded by mountains, Right on the you know GNC, so that was that was really cool. Um, like I said, didn't really get to see much 
of it, but still cool to say that you've been, um, and just to say that, you know, I was in a city that's over, you know, it's thousands of years old. So as far as the game goes, uh, was one of the most unbelievable games I've ever played in my life. All right. <laughs> so the gym, the gym was not much, is not very big. It, it was a decent, it probably held maybe like, if it was full, like a thousand people, maybe. And that might even be cutting it close. But like, the way it goes is, the way the gym was set up is there's like no, no seats like on the court. It's all raised up. Like, you know, it's all raised up and there's like a railing around. And uh, after playing the game, I understand why there might not be any seats on the, on the ground. Um, so we got there and we'll warm it up. You know, it's like 40 minutes before the game. And uh, like the guys on the team had told me like, yeah, man, the Greek fans, they're nuts. You know, Greece is kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of like a lawless place. I don't know. It just, I don't know. Like, so sorry to all the, the Greek listeners, but continue. Not, not, not like that. Like, it's just kind of like you can do what you want. You know, you can do what you want, I guess. So, like, um, so we're there, you know, and we're warming up. I'm like, man, I don't know if there's going to be that many fans. And all of a sudden, like, people just start pouring in. Like, a bunch of, a bunch of like, you know, men, like, like kind of younger, like I would say like 20 to 30 year old guys rolling in and like these guys are hitting vapes in the stand. I mean, they're smoking in the stands, X, Y, Z, you know, we're doing whatever. And like, they got a, they got a drums with them. Right. And it's like, all right, we're warming up. And then like slowly, but surely there's more and more and more. And like, they fill up kind of, under the basket on the, you know, the stands behind our basket that we're warming up at. And they've got like maybe, I don't know, three, 300, 400, 300. Yeah. They got 300 Greeks now um, in reference to the, the battle of Thermopylae. But um, you got like three, four. <laughs> see, that one kind of flew over your head before I said well, it. Yeah, it's Spartans. It's Spartans, um, not uh, Athenians, but okay. Yeah. Um, you got like three or 400 uh, people, you know, and all of a sudden, like these guys, when they're walking in, they're screaming stuff, like stuff I, I can't understand, but they're screaming stuff. And then, like, I see these—they've got flags, they've got these drums, and then, like, maybe with twelve minutes left to go in the game, they they started. Like, it there was three hundred of, of them. It felt like there were fifty. 15,000 of these dudes in the arena. Like, dude, echoing so loud. Like, louder than the Final Four. Loudest gym I've ever been in in my life. Screaming. Just chanting. And they didn't stop the entire game. I, I, I you have to watch the video, like uh, the the YouTube the YouTube uh, broadcast. There were no announcers, like it was just the audio of the game, and you can hear. I mean, you can hear the crowd the whole game. It was ear piercing in that gym, and it was honestly, it was like as an opposing player, you get some energy off that. Like it, it was, it was so cool to play in. Like these guys. <clears throat> Smoking whatever they're smoking. I mean, it reeked in the gym. Okay. Smoking whatever they're smoking, drinking whatever they're drinking, chanting as loud as they can. It was a crazy, crazy atmosphere. And it was it was fun. It was really fun. And, uh, you know, we ended up winning. You could, you could tell, like, they were soccer fans. You could tell, like, they were definitely soccer fans because I don't know if they really knew much about basketball. <laughs> Just off, just based off, you know what I could see, but yeah, they were, they sure were loud. It was crazy, and uh, like you can't even, I couldn't even like talk to my to the guy next to me. You know, you can't even talk to the guy next to you. It's so loud, and uh, 
you know, they got these drums, they get the chants like, oh, do, 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 boom, boom, boom. And then they all say something together. I mean, it was, yeah. And were, like, were there any flares? No flares, no flares. Okay. So, like, maybe not at this club in particular, but maybe at other Greek clubs. I'm not sure. Like, I could see why the fans couldn't be on the same level as us. Yeah. Because these dudes were hanging off the railings, like pointing, da, 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 like <laughs> crazy stuff. And like as a as an American, and I mean, I guess all of us on, on the on the Giants, like these guys are all screaming in Greek. You know, we don't know what they're saying. <laughs> and it's kind of like they could be just mfing me to death, and I just yeah. have I just have no idea. Yeah. So it, it's pretty funny. And so after the game. Um, so we were winning by like maybe five or like eight. We were up eight with 1.6 seconds left. And, uh, they had got to the free throw line and he missed the first one. He made the second one to make it a, uh, like a seven or eight point game, whatever. And like, what's crazy is with 1.6 seconds left, we called the timeout to advance the ball to half court because like in these, in this group play, like how much you win by matters. Like it really matters because now the next time when they come to play us, they got to beat us by, you know, however many points we beat them by. It's aggregate. Yeah. So like it could really matter in the end, like with ties and and things like that. So Mm. we were up eight and we call a timeout to try to, you know, go up 10 because, I mean, we have a timeout. The fans did not like that. Let me <laughs> just tell you. They let us hear it, okay? And, like, they just – so that was – that kind of set them off. And then after the game, we had a couple of our guys were, like, waving goodbye to them and stuff. These dudes are hanging on the railings, giving us, like, double birds, flipping us off. Like, it was crazy. And uh, saying, I don't know what they were saying, but they were saying <laughs> probably something along the lines of, hey, like, we'll, we'll see you guys outside, you know. <laughs> we'll see you, you, you and you outside the arena later. So, like, we got dressed and everything, and we actually had to be, like, police escorted out of the building. Like, we had to wait, like, 20, 25 minutes to, like, get everyone together the police had to get like organized and we had to walk out with them. There wasn't anybody out there like doing anything. So we, we could have just walked out, but yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. It was a great, it was a good experience. It's a good experience. That's, that's great. I got to send you the audio, the audio of the game. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll post it like a clip or something, but man, it was, it, it almost doesn't do it justice, like on the on the video, because it's kind of it's not quiet, but it's kind of like oh, that doesn't really sound like much. But I wish I wish you were there, dude. It was crazy. You need to like tag the pack luc in that and just say yeah. like just take some stuff from this. I don't know. Like, Obviously, we got some good stuff going. But. Like consistently, like there was not a point in the game where they were quiet, like <laughs> not even for a single second, oh, halftime, but there was no game going on. But like they just, the way they flew, like flowed into one, into another, like I was like, damn, these guys, these guys know what they're doing. They had like call and response. They had, so there was like a, a big group behind the basket. Then there was like a little group to the side full of like some older like fans. And they would like, something, something, something. And then they would all stop. And the guys next to them would be like, something, something, something. And then they would all go together. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was sick. It was sick. Your explanation without the language is great. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that was nuts. So we ended up winning that game. Um, Moved to 2-0 in the... In the Europe Cup. In the pool. And uh, we got a mailbag question about that that we'll get into uh, Mm -hmm. later, I guess. And then, um, yeah, so then we came home and we had – so listen to this. We came home on Thursday. We stayed the night. Uh, Didn't really do much just because it was late and we had an early flight. So 
we st- we got home Thursday at like six thirty at night, and then we had a game on Friday, uh, a Belgian league game on Friday um, against yeah. Liège, who is uh, it's like in the French part of Belgium, um, sure. and we ended up we won that game um, in, in, a, in a in a good kind of blew them out a little bit. So that, that was good. 175? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we played well, and um, yeah, that's pretty much all you can say. So in that game was not the same crowd as, uh, no. as the let me just tell you. Um, so then uh, we actually had Saturday and Sunday off, and this, mm-hmm. this one I tweeted out. Um, me and, and Jess, uh, we went to Amsterdam, which was, which was really cool. And, uh, so yeah, man, I guess Amsterdam is a, you got any questions about Amsterdam? Cause I can keep talking. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. First, like you guys just train to Amsterdam. How far yeah, was that? Yeah. Yeah. We took the train. We took the train. Um, I don't know. It's only like two and a half hours away. So we could have cool. drove, but like parking in these old, historic cities is just like it's expensive and it's just the signage a lot of room it's just yeah it's just tough it's just okay so yeah it's it's more of a hassle to drive like it's more convenient to drive because you can leave when you want but it's also a hassle to have to park like where you want yeah so i agree so we took the train um an early train at like six in the morning and we got there at like maybe 10 to, to central station. Another good thing about taking the train is like the central station is just right in the middle of everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like you just get dropped off right in the city. So mm-hmm. that, that was nice. Um, walked around for a while. Just, I got a ton of pictures that I'm going to, I'm going to make a little Facebook update. All right. <laughs> uh, doing that lately. But uh, yeah, just, Tons of pictures, tons just walking around. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like um, they, the Dutch like created land where there isn't supposed to be land. Um, you, you know, we did that in Chicago and New York too, right? Yeah. So it's okay. crazy. <laughs> and uh, so there's like a bunch of canals. There's a bunch of bunch of stuff, and um, you know, there's. There's like, you know, mushrooms are legal, uh, pretty much on every every corner. Did that have an effect on your on your visit? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but like, dude, yeah, it's like they call them coffee shops, like a coffee shop. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. It's pretty much just a weed dispensary. Uh huh. And they're on every corner. Okay. So, um, yeah. It was it was uh, it was definitely a, a cool experience. Great city, a lot of history, and then so we ended up walking around. We went. To, I made Jess go to a, a, a World War II Dutch Resistance Museum. Yeah, how was that? Um, so we, we went there and, and learned learned. No, it was cool. It was cool. Learned a lot about just kind of um, when the Germans took over in in, in the forties. In 39 and 40s um just like there was a bunch of strikes um there was like a railroad strike uh, a milk strike tons of stuff um so there were some some riots where like nine people got killed in a in a, in a riot in the, in the square um and i was just trying to i was i was telling her and it was just kind of like a crazy like that happened right where we are like this mm-hmm. is to me that's you know i'm a history guy you know and, yeah. and everything so that was that's cool like there's a piece of world war ii history and stuff like you know you play a video game or you yeah. watch a movie that's about that but like i was actually there where where this stuff took place where it happened so um that's something cool and something you can reflect on so yeah definitely uh i'm, I'm looking at your pictures right now and it is a little more waterbound than i would uh expect right i guess you just took a lot yeah, of pictures no, literally every other every street is like a, a canal man it's yeah. it's really cool it's really cool I was, took a lot of good pictures um and then saturday night we went we went out to dinner 
And then we went to the the red light district, which is like, you know, what, what it's famous for, yeah. which is, you know, prostitution is legal. Um, Just there's no rules. You know, women hanging out yeah. in windows and stuff. <laughs> Very interesting, to say the least. Sex shows, stuff like that. It was, hmm. you, you could go watch a sex show for like 60 euros. Live sex. And there was a line out the door to get oh, into this place, dude. It was, it was, it was unreal. It was unreal. This um, is as explicit we'll get. Yeah, on I did not go. Television. Yeah, no. Me and my girlfriend did not go to that. No. Yeah, for our for our under twenty one listeners. What did uh? Yeah, it's crazy place. What What was your dinner like? I I couldn't really tell you what Dutch cuisine is. Went to a Argentinian steakhouse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's that's they're ridiculous. All over. They're I, all I, over Amsterdam. There's so many of them. All right. So we got like some steak, some chicken, some chorizo. It was really good. It was really that's good. ridiculous, though. Well, what do you, what do you want me to get? Uh, I, I don't know. What 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 do like. Are the Dutch famous for anything or, or food like herring. that? Herring. There was a guy selling herring. Okay. I understand the argument. We went, we went to a sandwich place, which was good. Um, to like a to a sandwich place. That was that was pretty good. Um, they, they got like a lot of thrift stores there in Amsterdam. Yeah. Like old like fashion is huge. Yeah. Um, not even, not just in Amsterdam, but like all over Europe. Um, yeah. and uh You know, they have like they had like a bunch of vintage kind of shops, tons, tons of like old vintage NFL gear. Couldn't find any bears. Found one bears thing and I, I kind of had something, you know, that little orange and blue like pullover thing I got that I wear. They had like something similar. It was an all navy blue. So I, I didn't get it because I already have it, but like. There was a, a, a Los Angeles or a Los or no St. Louis St. Louis Rams coat <laughs> that if it was a Chicago Bears coat I would be wearing it right now. It was <laughs> sick. And uh, they had a, they have a bunch of stuff like that. And then yeah, we, I mean we walked like 10 miles um, on Saturday. And then um, got a lot of coffee, a lot of coffee, a lot of coffee. That's a must. Mm-hmm. And then on. Sunday, we had a train at like one, so we had some time. We just walked around, went to Anne Frank's house. Okay. Um, the, the tickets to that, we were going to do that, but um, the tickets were sold out like two weeks in advance. So gotcha. maybe next time if we go, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to do that because Definitely. that's also pretty cool, um, the story and everything. It doesn't really look like much from the outside because it's, it's, they've like updated it. Yeah. It's and also it like, part, part of the point of, of well, being no, it, it looks like a modern building now. Oh, like, okay. Very modern in this, but like it, they've preserved it and stuff. So, gotcha. It doesn't, yeah, right. it doesn't really look like much. I was gonna say it's kind of wouldn't really want people to know it looked like much, but uh, okay. Yeah. And then we were gonna do like a, a boat tour, like a canal boat tour that we'll probably do next time. Uh, you just can't do it all. You know, yeah. Can't do it all in one, right. one day. So, uh, yeah. Then we went home and then I fell asleep, like I said, and didn't watch the Bears game. So, pretty, uh, pr- pretty solid then. All right. So, pretty solid week, if you ask me, from Athens to, to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. You next uh, this coming week, or I guess Wednesday, um, you guys have the European Cup, but you play the Belgium team this time, right? Yeah, yeah, we play Mons, so they're pretty uh, good. Home. Yeah, 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 they, they are good. We uh, we'll definitely have uh, uh, our work cut out for us for sure. All right, well, uh, well, good luck for that. And yeah, we haven't been clear about uh, about uh, links for that for just just for the, the European Cup. So talk to me about that, and maybe we'll tweet out because we do have that off day Wednesday, so we'd be able to watch you. So. Yeah, those games are on YouTube. Okay. Um, you just like search up. You know, I will. I will. All right. Antwerp Giants versus Mons. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a mailbag question about uh, how the oh, yeah. European games and stuff worked. All right, 
let's get this up. So, yeah, this is again from uh, Justin. Th- Maybe we shouldn't be saying that, but um, oh, I just lost it. Yeah, so he asks uh, about the European pro basketball structure. Where do the Giants fall in the grand scheme of things? What's a successful outcome for the season winning the Belgian League? Question mark the joint Dutch Belgian thing. What's going on there? And then just like the larger European championship. Uh, and he also asks, what's the chance Crut and Dante play each other? So where where would you like to start with that? Um, yeah. So the way it works, I think. Why don't we talk about this? Like episode one, maybe or two. Yeah. I kind of brushed over it, but. Um, there's in every country there's a league you know yeah. we're in the Belgian league there's a German league um, there's there's league one league two league three you know how many ever yeah. leagues there are yeah. like we're in the Belgian one league there's a German one league a French one league a ten, you know and so on and so on mm-hmm. um, and that works pretty much like a conference you know yeah. you play everybody home and home and yeah. then the winner of that is kind of like the league champion. And then you go into pretty much like a conference tournament. But instead of it being one game, it's best of three. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much how I can make it in American terms. Um, as far as um, the, the Netherlands... And the, the Belgian League, it works the same way, but once the Belgian League has finished all our games, the top five from the Belgian and the top five from the Netherlands one go in to another league, home-and-home mm-hmm. home type of thing. Uh, so that's And then that also ends in, you know. Yeah. Uh, tournament of best of three or yeah something like that so that's how that works um in the european so in the european side of things is there's four different competitions there's the euro league which is the best of the best um those are teams like barcelona you know um you know maccabi tel aviv from israel um the top teams in Europe, uh, Milano, I think there's a team from Italy. Um, mm-hmm. So there's the Euro League, which is the same thing, home and yeah. home championship. Um, then there's the Europe Cup or Europa Cup, one of the one of those two. That's mm-hmm. it works the same way. Um, the next, so the top one works like a league. Mm-hmm. And the next three work like the World Cup. Yeah. Where there's a group stage. You play everybody. In the World Cup, you play everybody once. But in this, you play everybody twice. Right? You play everybody once in the World Cup. In your group stage. Yeah. yeah. But you, you play your group. You play your group once. Yes. Here yeah. you play home and home. You play your group home and home. Yeah. Um, so we're in... There's... The Europe Cup, there's the Champions League, and then there's the FIBA Europe Cup. We're in the FIBA Europe Cup. Yeah. Uh, so it works the same way. It's just you get in your pool. We have a team from Greece, a team from Portugal, a team from Belgium, and us. Mm-hmm. We play them home and home. And then if, if we come in first and second in our group, we then okay. move on to another group stage, which is, which is like, you know, you play another round of home and homes. And then if we come in first and second in that, then we play in the, in the knockout stage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty complicated. It was crazy is like to maybe not to like the basketball guys here in Belgium, but like to, I've talked to some just like regular people here in Belgium, like, the college system in America, like like the D one, D two, D like that is very confusing to, to, to some people. Like the different conferences. Yeah. Like, I've I've been asked like, so does everyone in Illinois like play each other <laughs> and stuff? Or or like I've been asked like, you know, 
like uh, there's like a University of Antwerp. Yeah. You know, there's like one college or there's a, only a couple colleges in Belgium. And then like people would be like, how many colleges are there in Illinois? You know, there's 30, <laughs> yeah. 50, you know, you know, something like that. So um, that's always like some people are like, whoa, I didn't even I know that. So um, it, I guess it works both ways. So mm-hmm. that that's somehow try to explain it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll improve at that, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope, uh, I, I hope, I hope we, we got a good grasp on that now, but, uh, like it, it's probably, it's a little simpler for us because our, like our soccer, our, our soccer, soccer yeah, yeah, people, people, people just understand the grand scheme of things, but, uh, yes. all right. Um, so you got that, uh, game Wednesday and then your next one after that is a week from Monday or a week from today, no, Monday. Yeah, we play Saturday in a, in a Belgian cup game, Ooh. which is another competition between just, it's like if all the teams in Illinois played each other, college teams in Illinois played each other, single elimination, winner yeah. takes off. That's Fine. what the Belgian right. cup is. The, the FA cup. Yes. The FA the cup, cup yeah. in soccer terms. All right. All right. Um, well, uh, good, good luck in those. And, uh, We'll, uh, we'll talk next week. All right. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.